You're listening to the Known Legacy Podcast, brought to you by Known Legacy Ministries. For more information, go to knownlegacy.org. Now here's your hosts, Bill and Travis. Good morning. Good morning. Today's finally, I finally had a morning where my coffee steam rose out of the cup. And it has been nice. The weather has been fantastic. It's a good day. It's good. It's good to see you, Bill. It's good that my standards are so low that steam... <laughs> dictates how happy I am. Well, I think it's just the idea that it's fall, that you can feel the temperature change in the weather. I mean, just it's like everything's about to die and fall from the trees. It's so fun. It's so exciting. I love it. It's so it's funny because when I uh, when I was from New York, it was like you could grab the the leaves and like crunch them together and smell them, and you're like, and it smelled sweet. Oh, they don't do that here. No, they no. don't. They kind of stay on, and then like March, they fall, <laughs> and like a week later, they're gone. Yes. I don't know. Yep. So I'm ready for it though. Yep. So I'm preparing. Kyle, welcome. It's good to have you back with us today. Good morning. Good morning. How are you doing? Wonderful. Fantastic. Fantastic. Hey, listen. Thank you guys for checking us out. Um, as always, if you like what we're doing, man, if you could leave a review, we'd love it. We'd appreciate it. If you can share it with family, friends, and strangers yeah. and enemies, that'd be fantastic. As always, you can find us on uh, you, uh, uh, iTunes and any number of podcast platforms. Um, always find us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. You can like us there, Known Legacy Ministries. Smash and that like button on smash YouTube. That. Yep, absolutely. And uh, as always, info at knownlegacy.org. Org. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, yeah. uh, we are always taking questions for our hot take, which we'll record right after this, um, and uh, it'll be released a week later. So if you are interested, uh, yeah. definitely do that. And Bill, why don't you update us real quick on the book? Yeah, things are going, going on. Uh, things are going really good, actually. I just uh, kind of have my last design, so hopefully, I'm hoping to still launch it by the end of September, beginning of October. Uh, things are looking good for that. Excited about it, and uh, yeah, be on the lookout for it. We'll be sending some emails out. Continue for our launch team and things like that. If you're interested in being a part of our launch team, info, info at, at knownlegacy.org. Dude, we didn't even plan that. That was pretty amazing. We're so I thought good. We are. It's like, it's like we're one. And if you are in the uh, Texas area or you want to travel, uh, we have a, a retreat coming up. Yeah, in, it's coming up. Um, it's October, coming up. mid-October. It's called Long Shot. You can find information on that. And it's uh, we get together. We talk to the hearts of men. We eat a lot of fo- food, copious amounts of meat. And uh, we play games yes, and uh, shoot guns and go golfing and everything else. It is truly a fantastic weekend. So without further ado, why don't you introduce us to our guest yeah, today? Yeah, I'm actually speaking of the book. I'm super excited because this, uh, this gentleman has really been a huge part of kind of getting the ball rolling. I remember a couple of years ago, I was sitting there staring at a blank wall and yes. I had literally thrown, I'd thrown my first book across the room and it's no joke sat there. I mean, my wife probably picked it up, but but in theory, uh, it just kind of sat there, and I was lost. And then I stumbled across, and stumble, but I came across a group, uh, a, a, how do I say it, like a a saving grace called Book Camp. And mm. the founder is a guy named Chad Allen. Chad is a twenty year career in traditional publishing industry with Baker Publishing Group, and is currently a coach and a founder of Book Camp. Chad, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me, guys. This is awesome. Oh, we love having you on. I'm so excited. You'll usually it's the other way around because Chad does all these amazing like interviews, and so I'm on the other side of the Zoom call. <laughs> yeah, and I don't have to have my camera on. I don't have to like look good. I'm using like pajamas or some <laughs> something bad, or like a you know like 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 a duck sweater or something. I don't know. Drinking my coffee. Listen, Chad. But Chad, we are so glad to have you on today. I was so excited when you said yes uh, that you you were willing to be a part of this. So, Chad, share a little bit about your story and and who you are. Yeah. 
Yeah, so I was a military kid, grew up bouncing around all over the place, um, and then did high school and college in Nebraska, uh, University of Nebraska-Lincoln, go Huskers. And um, <laughs> I uh, made my way into the traditional publishing industry. I, I bounced around a little bit. Actually, some of your listeners might be interested to know that Shortly after college, I spent eight months in Ireland uh, nice. with the stepson of C.S. Lewis, Douglas Gresham, oh, is the stepson of C.S. Lewis. What? And, That's incredible. And, yeah. And uh, I, I lived in his mansion in County Carlow, Ireland uh, in 20, let's see, 97 to 98. Um, wow. And was sort of just served as a secretary for him, as a personal assistant. And that's really where I learned about the publishing industry. And uh, from there, it was a short trip into the traditional publishing industry. I spent 20 years in the industry. I was editorial director for the Baker Books Division and Baker Publishing Group for seven years. And then decided to go out on my own and be a writing coach and start book camp. So that's, yeah. that's it in a nutshell. I'm married, have two kids, a 15-year-old son and 11-year-old daughter. Oh, fantastic. So there's there's two things. One, I am so sorry about the Husker loss as they played um, in Ireland a few weeks ago. Uh, that broke my heart, and I'm yeah. sorry about that. I'm sure yeah. that, that hit home in some hard ways for you guys. Yes. Number two, the bold step, and that's kind of our theme for this year um, in season five of Known Legacy, is being bold. And what does it look like to be bold? So yeah. I would love to know, what was your journey? Obviously, you were very comfortable. You had the job, if you could, at Baker. Um, and you were comfortable. I'm sure you were successful. Things were going well. What in the world would possess you to um, lay all of that down and pick up this unknown, this uncertain, I'm going to go out and do book camp and... It, talk me through that process and, and how did you and your wife come to understand and, and be on the same page with that? Just kind of talk mm. us through that bold step that you took. Yeah. 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 Well, it's something I love talking about because I know um, there are a lot of people who have these inclinations, these intuitions, these ambitions, these callings um, mm. to, to go out on their own and, and do something, you know, which might appear to be kind of crazy to everybody else. It does. And I was definitely there. Yes. Uh, yes. I mean, absolutely. Absolutely. Things were going well at Baker. Uh, we, we were enjoying, you know, record breaking years. Um, one of the things I'm most proud of professionally is I left Baker. Well, um, that, mm. you know, I still have very yes. good, uh, you know, fond feelings for everybody there. They threw a party for me, even though I was leaving the company. Um, it was just a great send off. And I stay in touch with those people, love them to death. Um, but I just knew, I just knew I had this calling uh, that, that, I, mm. that I wanted to go try something. And yes, I had many conversations with my wife. She's much more risk averse uh, than I am. <laughs> and so that's I mean, typically how it works. Tack, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I, uh, I, to get to the brass tacks, I, you know, we started building a, uh, a fund, you know, sort of a, a cushion fund for the transition and we figured out what we needed you know we wanted to have a year's worth of expenses in the bank before we wow. before we made this transition wow and we so yeah. we had a number in mind and when we got to that number i was like so can i do it and she's like well what about health insurance you got to figure out how. so i was like okay i'll figure out health insurance and so i did i figured it out and i was like now can i and she's like i guess so <laughs> so <laughs> that's incredible. So that's all I needed. That's all I needed. And, well, um, and it's been great. It's been four and a half years. I'm still growing it, still learning stuff. 
um, you know, it's, it's, um, it's, it is a challenge for sure, but I, there's nothing else I'd rather be doing. It really is a joy. Um, so that's, that's it in a nutshell. I mean, it's amazing because, uh, yeah, that's like having, yeah, being willing to, to be that. But I, I guess the question is, how did you know that it was a calling? Because that's, that's a good part mm. where a lot of guys are like, I have this idea. Mm. But how did, you, yes. how did you come to clarity that you knew like this is the calling that, that God put on my life? Yeah, you know, for me, and I don't, I don't know how it works with other people, but for me, it really was this internal um, sense that yeah. some of it was restlessness. I mean, I loved my job at Baker. I loved what we got to do. I loved everything mm -hmm. about it. Um, but there were things that I was restless about, uh, and I felt like I, I could see the way forward at Baker if I wanted to stay there. Um, and I just, I just knew that, like, no, uh, there's, there's something else. So I. I don't know. I think, you know, God gives us the desires of our heart, right? Like I, mm. I had this desire to, to do something else. And I didn't know exactly what that was, but it started with a blog. Like if anybody's contemplating this, I would, I would encourage them to think about what's one little step you can take in that direction. Mm, like don't, yeah. don't necessarily tender your resignation today, you know, but <laughs> like, like one little thing you can take. And for me, it was starting a blog. You know, I read Michael Hyatt's book, uh, platform. Okay. And yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. That really inspired me to start a blog. And so every, every morning, early in the morning, I'd wake up. This is back before we had kids. And when our kids were really young, I'd, I'd, I'd kind of sneak away to a coffee shop for an hour before my work day started. And I started typing away and blogging and, you know, one thing led to another. So that's really cool. I think, you know, it's interesting because it is, it's that, it's that one little step or that one little, um, how do I put it? Like that one little, um, you know, like one tiny thing that some people disregard and like, well, I need to jump all the way in. I loved it. I mean, mm. what, what were some of the, I guess I'd say some of the fears that kind of jumped up. I know that I know we talked a little bit about it, but like, I mean, I know that there must've been some conversations, but okay, maybe I'll put, I'll put it this way because being yeah. married, you know, these guys just jump right into it and they jump in. But how did you walk towards that with talking to your wife? Like, how did you kind of handle some of those, some of those things that kind of came up? I mean, uh, how did, how did that work out? How long, how long of a period did that actually take before she was like, okay, I'm actually seeing this. I'll be honest, it really helps if you're making some money and you can show her that you're making some money. <laughs> and it, it really helps um, if you you have a bunch of money in the bank just in case, you know. Yeah. Um, and I mean, really, like she wanted to know that the lights were going to stay on, that right. we could continue feeding the kid. Like it was just that pragmatic. And so I, I, I mean, I think it borders on irresponsible to just jump into this with without yeah. without any of that preparation done. And I'll be honest with you, like the number we wanted to have in the bank was for us a big number. And I thought when when we initially came up with that number, I was like, oh, gosh, this is I, I mean, my hopes were dashed. I was like, yeah. there's no way this is going to happen. It's just it's insane. How could I ever get that amount of money in the bank? And then slowly you start putting you know, every time Putting I made a deposit in that account, I was like, this is my future. This is my yes, future. And then cool. something happened. I mean, it's kind of sad, but my grandma died and left us some money. Um, mm. uh, no legacy, right? Like she left yeah. us th this legacy of, of, yes. of money. And if we hadn't had the plan, I don't know what we would have done with that money. But we, mm. we knew what we were going after. So it went right into that account. That helped a lot. I mean, it wasn't everything, but it helped a lot. And 
lo and behold, we got there. So again, I would say to anybody listening to this, if you, if you feel like, you know what, I need, I do need a cushion like that, but there's no possible way. Just start, just start putting a little, it's amazing what happens over time. You yeah. just keep chipping away at it. So that would be my advice. Well, and I think the beauty of that is, again, it's it's this old principle of a little bit of sacrifice today for a preferred future tomorrow can really add up over time. And, it, and it's an investment. That's what you and your wife were willing to do to make that happen. So tell us a little bit about Book Camp and kind of the genesis for this idea yeah. to becoming a platform that's going to help people get their ideas on paper in such a way that it can be used and inspirational to others. And kind of like, what would it mean for a dope like me who's like, man, I got some ideas, but I'm not an author. Well, I don't think I'm an author. Um, like, talk through that a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'd love to. So, you know, I, I, so I spent 20 years in the publishing industry and I thought, wow, You know, actually, there was a book I read by Brendan Burchard in which he said, you know what, people would be happy to pay you for what you know. And it was one of those those light light bulb moments where I was like, really, they will. Mm. And then I thought, well, I do know a few things. I wonder how, how I could invest in others to help them make their their dream a reality. So it was kind of that. That thinking that led me to um, do some coaching initially, started a course, and then eventually it culminated in um, book camp. So what we do inside book camp is take people on the journey from establishing a writing habit to getting a website up to building a platform to developing their book concept to writing a book proposal Mm. to uh, pursuing one means of publication or another and then launching and promoting. And Bill is is just about there. We're super excited to help him send his book into the world. Yeah. Let me tell so, you, we're all excited for this thing to finally yeah. be birthed in such a way that we have like so- stuff to give away. It'll yeah, be so exciting. Awesome. Yeah. So it's a journey. I mean, you don't I mean, you don't write a good book overnight. You know, it takes a while. You certainly don't write a good book that also has an audience ready to go. That's mm. not something that happens overnight. So my my vision was how could I offer an affordable solution to people where they could get into a community of people who are doing the same thing with me with me who, you know, hopefully I know something about publishing. How can we go on this this longer term journey together yeah. in a way that helps maximize the the impact of these books in the world? That's the that's the animating vision, and it's been a blast. People, it's just been terrific. So as you've as you've had a chance to coach some some folks through this process, I have no doubt that a lot of your conversation with them is how to manage discouragement and how to mm-hmm. manage drift. Because you talked about just having little habits and how those little habits will pay off over time, whether it be financially mm-hmm. putting money away so that when you make the step, you're not mm-hmm. yeah. you know, just foolish. Um, but also the, the habit of just writing 500 words a day or 1,000 words a day, whether you're going to use it or not, just write every single day. Right. As you approach guys and gals that are, are wanting that but are finding discouragement along the way, what would be some advice or some, some words that you would share with them? How would you coach them out of that discouragement? Because I think a lot of guys in their faith life even, yeah, yeah. they, they mm-hmm. have the best of intentions, but then a week goes and a month goes, and then before you know it, they're in the same spot they were three months ago where they had the promise that they would never be there again, and discouragement can set in, and yeah. then mm-hmm. hopelessness or just like, ugh, this is what it is. So what would you say to a guy wrestling with discouragement, or a woman for that matter? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think um, I think a huge part of this is being in community, being being, mm. being able to to like just 
talk uh, with other people or, or share in a Facebook post what you're going through. I see this in our Facebook group uh, all the time. People are like, I'm just discouraged. Can somebody encourage me? And people show up in droves like, hang in there. What you're doing is worth it. So I think, you know, what, one of my friends likes to say about most things that are worth doing, you alone can do this, but you can't do it alone. And so I think there's some real mm. truth in that. And um, yeah, I mean, I can't write the book for you. None of us can, but we can be with you on this journey. So my advice, number number one, like don't try to do it by yourself. You know, um, the, the, the myth of the, of the hermit writer is a myth, you know, right. we need each other. Yeah. And so when you get discouraged, you need a community to fall back on. You need some, somebody to, you know, pick you up and dust you off and send you back on your way. Um, so that's, I mean, I think that's what I've seen make a huge difference in the lives of so many writers as just a community, a support, a supportive community. Oh, I've, I mean, and being a, a re, you know, a receiver of that, it's been really good and encouragement because you do see that there is a lot of discouragement. It's almost like, it's not like a joy and discouragement, but you're like, oh, you're just as discouraged <laughs> as I am. That's good. Like at least it's part of the process. Cause we Ms. do right likes company. Is that what it is? There, that's it. I guess so. But but the idea of, um, man, we, we see that all the time with, there's almost like an encouragement in that. Like, right. especially when it comes to the walk with Christ, you're like, you're guaranteed discouragement. The enemy, again, we talk about time, the thief came to steal, kill and destroy. And so how, you know, trying to fight through that discouragement was literally the question. And so, so even after you left, what were, you know, as we talk about these, what are some of the hurdles, like these legitimate hurdles that maybe pop up? you know, you've started your business. What are the big hurdles, even for those who are like, I want to do this or I'm halfway through it, or maybe it's the person who has this dream or this passion and they've put it aside for a couple of years. Right. How do you get past those hurdles again? Like what are some, what are some things you would share about that? Well, you know, like a big one that comes up a lot is, is just getting that first draft down. Um, because yeah. you know, the, an average nonfiction book is 50,000 words. That's a lot of words. Yeah, it is. And so, you know, how do you do that? Um, A.J. Harper in her book, Write a Must Read, she talks about how the first draft is just math. Meaning if you're like, if we use your, uh, your 500 words per day, you know, if you do the math, you can figure out how many days it's going to take to write 50,000 words. Except you better make it 60,000 because you're going to want to cut a lot from that yeah. first yeah, draft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, it's teaching people to be persistent, to, uh, to let them know that if, if they miss a day, it's okay. Try not to miss two days, mm. you know, keep at it. Um, I'm training for a marathon right now. And, you know, I've missed some training days, but my coach told me, you know, it's not about missing a, 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 tra a, a workout here and there. It's about what you do consistently over time. And the mm. same applies for getting that first draft done. So community, persistence, and just taking the next right step. Those are the things that you have to do. And if if you if you take a break for two years, it's okay, right? Like if you're yeah. still feeling called to get your book into the world, it's never too late to start again. Yeah, I feel like this actually applies for everything. Like yes, you just yes. you just shut down. Like you know, the guy was like, uh, you know, because again, I know we're still dealing with some people from 2020 who've just felt like deflated. And so not not to bring up that you know terrible 2020 that happened, but part of it feels good because it it almost causes us to go, okay, we it's fresh start you know a fresh start let's step up hey it's the fall something new you know what i'm saying start fresh today yeah. make the next step be willing but i love the idea of community and persistence and then take the next step it's 
super valuable. Yeah, I love it. I, I uh, talk to a lot of twenty-year-old uh, people, and God bless them. I love them, but they are so financially illiterate. And I think this kind of thing also applies to them and the, their finances because they just mm. feel so underwater and they feel like it's so out of control. And it's just like mm. you know, first off, be as honest as you can. Stop hiding from it. Yeah, know what you're doing. Know what you get, mm-hmm. and then. A little bit every single day make that happen. I think it's absolutely, yeah. absolutely huge. So my, my other question is: Is there a market for a twenty thousand word book? Because uh, fifty thousand sure. is way out short, of my short story. <laughs> short story. <laughs> absolutely, short story. absolutely. I mean, yeah. Don't let the tail wag the dog. I mean, uh, you know, if 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 you can say what you want to say in twenty thousand words, please say it in twenty thousand versus thirty <laughs> or forty. Or, uh, you'll be doing it's us like all the, a favor. It's like it's, it's like the pastor who speaks for like fifty minutes, and you're like. Or you could have, you probably could have done this in t- maybe 15. 15 tops. And like, you just keep talking. Exactly. Your seventh illustration exactly. doesn't help make your point at all right. at this point. Just just pass yeah. the plate so I can leave, okay? <laughs> yes, exactly. So yeah. how can they totally. hear more about Book Camp? Like, uh, again, what's the, how can they hear, hear more about Book Camp? You know, kind of where can they sign up, all that kind of stuff if they're interested? Sure. Sure. Bookcamp.us is the, the Book Camp um website where people can see all the information you can learn more about that journey that i was talking about before and then i have a blog too chadrallen.com where i have all my free content i've published well over 200 blog posts on everything from becoming a better writer to building an audience yeah Um, i'm trying to remember what my most oh my my most recent post was on uh, identifying a good fit publisher or literary agent how do you do that so that's the kind of stuff i i blog on yeah, and you're on Facebook too. I know that, so I've I've seen some of that stuff. But, and uh, so so we'll make sure that those links are provided in all the in all the podcast notes and things like that. But, Chad, it's this has been awesome. It's been super encouraging. You know, as we continue to wrap up, I would love to. Do you have any other questions? No, I I think it's fantastic. This in the has sense been awesome. That as we're talking about being bold, um, yeah, I, I love your approach. On there's very practical things we can do in the world to help others get their story out, whatever that story might be. And I love the fact that you were bold. You had a plan. You were disciplined in that plan, and um, you you developed a community around you to make that happen. And that community yeah. started with your wife. And I think you know, as guys are listening to this, just continuing yeah. to encourage you that God has put something unique on your heart that is a gifting and a calling to you, like you said, Chad. It's a calling mm-hmm. to you. And he is going to gently but persistently remind you of that calling. And uh, we can turn down the volume as much as we want, but he is faithful and he will yeah, continue yeah, yeah. to whisper to you. And so maybe for some of us um, that are driving around or listening to this, we're like, man, I, I got I got nothing like that. Well, maybe yeah. it's maybe mm-hmm. it's because the noise is a little too great. So finding going for a walk and, and just exploring that question, like, what am You're I pausing. uniquely gifted? What am I finding success in in my life? And how can that be used to not just serve a company or the bottom line of an industry, but really be a blessing to guys and gals as they journey into this world to give yeah. them purpose and give them meaning. And I think that's one of the hidden things of book camp is it gives people meaning and purpose beyond just getting a paycheck yeah. at the end of the week and then blowing it all on the weekend and then waking up in drudgery and doing it all over again. Well, no, I'm, I'm grateful that, that you stepped out, you know, five plus years ago to begin the, begin this journey. Cause it's definitely impacted me. I know that it's impacted mm-hmm. others. And I think that, that if we can think about it that way, that the sacrifices that, we, that we're going to make, that we believe God has called us to something, that in the midst of it, that, that if, we, if we just kind of deny that, that calling, 
what are we missing out on? Like, it's this idea that, you know, and I used to still say VCR tapes, but I remember when I, when I was a kid <laughs> or when I was younger, it was this idea of there's going to be a day that God's going to pop the VCR tape in of your life. For those who don't know it, it's like a big tape deck and it had real, <laughs> it was kind of like real to real. But, but even now, they're gonna, he's going to pop in the DVD of, man, this is what you could have done. And I just want it to be as accurate as it is to right. what I believe God has called us to. So, so just know that, that if you're stopping yourself from a calling that's on your life, that God has so much more to not just impact you. It's not for us. Right. It's for everybody else who comes after us. I know that Chad's benefiting from this, but, he, but so many others are benefiting from him being faithful. Right. Honestly, mm-hmm. I don't think I would have been, been writing books right now if it hadn't been that I stumbled across mm-hmm. book, book camp. So I think thank you for your faithfulness, but also to those who are mm-hmm. listening, get up. Make the next step. Do what you need. If it's not writing a book, if it's something else, know that God's calling you to it. I pray that God will continue to annoy you towards your calling. Yeah. That you cannot sleep yeah. until you're like, hey, honey, we need to do this. And she's like, I need enough money in the bank. You're like, okay. And then that's your first step. <laughs> she's not a burden. It's a blessing. And you're doing this together. You know, because again, we, we've said it before, if, you, you know, if you're on your own doing your own dream, you're just taking a vacation. You're not really pursuing it because it's away from your family. So the idea that now you're doing this with your spouse, with, with your kids to say, hey, we're on the same track. We're going to do this. It's the adventure. Right. It's what, but think about what God could do if you stepped out and did yeah. it. So Chad, thank you so much for that. Absolutely, oh, been great. Thank yeah, you. thank you. Yeah, appreciate well, it. Well, you know, as great we stuff. wrap as we wrap up, um, did you have anything else you wanted to share? No, I, 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 yeah, I think what you what you've offered has is really valuable, and um, and I, I just my hope is that people are feeling hopeful as yes. they listen to this. Yeah, um, it really, I, I mean, I think we can fall into this all or nothing, all or nothing type thinking. Like I'm either fully uh, pursuing my dream, my passion, or I'm just not. And the reality is there are lots of steps along the way. So take those steps and incrementally, if you stick with it uh, and you have a good community around you that you can lean on, uh, you'll get there. You'll get there. At least that's been my story, and and I trust it'll be your story as well. Oh, I love it. Each step at a time. Well, as we're taking the next step, <laughs> we have a little segment here called Fast Five. Oh. Yes. There it is for you, Chad. So I got some questions for you. You ready? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. What would you have for your last meal on Earth? I would have steak, roasted Brussels sprouts, yes, and a baked potato. Um, maybe with like a, a dry Merlot or something like that. That's what I would have. Yeah. <laughs> Every, the steak ones always get me, especially at nine in the morning. I'm like, I'm so hungry right now. I know. It just sounds amazing. And the Merlot. That's, oh, hallelujah. There's worship in that. There is. There's, there is. That, is, that is true worship right there. All right. Okay. Stranded Island. What's one album or musician you would want to listen to forever? Just. The whole catalog for you two. I just okay. and if I had to pick one album, it'd be Joshua Tree. But oh. just I I, oh. I I will never get tired of listening to their music. It's so I'll, good. I'll tell you, Joshua Tree. I like the B side better than the A side. Okay, uh, mm. like the the whole backside of that album is just so rich and so yeah, it's fantastic. And it's I mean, you're staying true to your Irish background and you and you know, right. well, well done, That's sir. Right. Well done. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. 
Better than Sinead O'Connor, I guess. <laughs> Way better than Sinead O'Connor. Sorry. No. If you're a Sinead O'Connor fan, I'm sorry. But yeah, you two definitely Trump. org <laughs> and let Bill know all of your hate and why Sinead O'Connor should be on that. Oh, list. good all gracious. Right. Oh, no. Okay, okay. Guilty pleasure. What's your guilty pleasure? Oh, yeah. I have a couple. Uh, okay. <laughs> I like it. The Merlot's already out, so you can't say that. Um,. Chocolate covered peanuts. I love oh, those. Okay, okay. But not the gloss, not the glossy ones. The, no. the the other kind, like the double dippers. I love those. Ooh. And then, um, and then I've been watching. Uh, so there's like a media. There's like a dessert, and then a media version. Uh, Better Call Saul. You guys. Yes. Like, I'm enjoying. I'm yes. enjoying that. But I do feel a little guilty when I watch. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's depravity it's and a, everything, but it's, it's such good writing. This is a safe place, Chad. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Have you seen El Camino? Have you seen El Camino? No, I haven't. Oh, good? have you seen Breaking Bad? Well, I saw the first episode. I know everybody's like, if you if you're watching Better Call Saul, you've got to go watch Breaking Bad, and I haven't. Best yet. series ever to me. Honestly, the writing is yeah. incredible. And then same writers. You know, I was I was watching it with someone a couple weeks ago, and then they had the the privilege of literally putting on El Camino. We had like two and a half year wait. Yeah. For El Camino. I'm like, what the heck? This isn't fair. <laughs> so, oh, kids, kids these days will never know the benefits of know. being able to right. watch the next season right now. So anyways, what okay, good. Nice. Okay. So what's one word or phrase your wife would use to describe you? Mm. So, so what's funny is I was, uh, we were both getting ready this morning and I was like, Hey, hon, if you had to pick just one word, I almost said, and you were feeling kind. <laughs> <laughs> If you had to pick one word to describe me and you were feeling kind, what would it be? I'm going to ask her that again. But this morning she was busy getting ready. And she's like, Chad, I'm trying to get ready. So, I think a word a word she's used uh, in the past was creative. creative. Okay, oh. yeah. That makes sense. I'll take it. I'll take I could it. see creative. I could see that. Especially with the s'mores. That's a little inside thing for the book camp. You can only get it if you're in book camp. So right. it's between yeah. me and Chad yeah, now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Okay. Uh, okay. Who or no? How do you want to be remembered when you die? Oh yeah, I want to be remembered as a good friend who was present, like Ooh, that. I, like I that. was like with my kids, with my wife, with my friends and family. That that I was there. That yeah. I was tuned in. Uh, that I was ready to listen. Um, that's. I hope I hope that's how people remember me. That's a great oh, question. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's a great awesome. answer. Yeah, that's it a is. great answer. Yes, it is. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> like about to cry over here. About to go home and tell my wife. I really apologize for not being present. For not being present. <laughs> I need to be present. Okay. Bonus question. I don't know why I say fast five and I always do a bonus question, but I just oh, like yeah. the bonus question. So, Ben, bonus question. What biblical character would you want to have lunch with? Not Jesus. Yes. Boy, you know, I, honestly, like some of my first um, thoughts are like Peter, mm. um, John. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but then I go to like Nicodemus and then I go to eventually I get to Judas. Like I would just love to sit down, oh, <laughs> sit wow. down with that dude yes. and like hear his story and like. So anyway, that's, no, that's good. I, so I jumped. I, I didn't give you just one. I jumped around a lot. But, but I. But that but, no one's ever said Judas, because you're right. It yeah. is like I mean, you don't. You know, you don't He's think the like, villain. Well, it's funny because even in yeah. like every every painting, it's like you know, 
Judas looks like hat. Like he's right. like, and you're like, he's, what if he started out? You know, again, yeah, that's yeah. really good. Wow, that's a wow. And now I'm just processing the fact that how long did it take? Because you know, I feel like there's a fifty thousand word story to be written about dinner ooh, with Judas. Dinner with Judas. Ooh, maybe twenty thousand words. Maybe twenty. Maybe twenty thousand words. With, we don't know. We'll figure 10 that out. Ten pages of pictures that you could color in. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys do coloring books? Do you do coloring books? I'm asking for a friend. Do you do coloring books? Because if so, I got a guy for you. Sure. Absolutely. Let's go for it. These are the worst drawings ever. Why are they stick figures? Travis, this is not good. There's no coloring in here. It's just lines. It's just lines and stick figures. Oh, gosh. Chad, this has been awesome. Thank you so much for being a part of our of our group today, uh, of, of the podcast. Again, check him out, chadrallen.com or bookcamp.us. Check it out if you're interested. If you're ever even thinking about writing or being a, being a part of it, you will be blessed by this. This has personally impacted yeah. me. And Chad, are, and any final words, Chad? Or are you still there? I'm still here. Yeah, thanks Good. for having me on, guys. And uh, if anybody out there is uh, is contemplating a dream that they, you know, maybe it even feels like a pipe dream at the moment, I just encourage you to hang in there. If you keep taking the next right step, you'll get there eventually. So. Uh, persistence pays off persistence community and uh come up with a plan i love it love hey, it hey um as always info at knownlegacy.org if you guys have any questions or comments we'd love to hear from you um number two man if you like this uh share it uh and uh always subscribe if you can give a review we'd always appreciate it that the algorithm gods always love that um keep an eye out for bill's book that should be dropping here in the next month or so and in october we are going to be in uh, lagrange texas for a conference for known legacy uh, known legacy and it's a uh, Long shot Long is shot. the name of it. So we'd love to see it. It's our yeah, third you, year there. We're excited. You can check all that out at knownlegacy.org. All that stuff's available on the website, knownlegacy.org. Guys, thank you so much for watching today. Chad, you're a blessing, brother. I'm grateful to have you on here. And I just uh, we, we just are excited to see what's going to happen next with, with Book Camp. Sign up. Check it out. Guys, thanks for watching. Have a great day. God bless. Thanks for listening to the Known Legacy Podcast. We'd love to hear from you. So email us your questions or comments to info at nolegacy.org.